This is Thriving Thoughts, the podcast that teaches you how to change your thoughts so you can change your life. I'm Dr. Sherry, clinical psychologist turned thoughtologist and truth teller. Welcome to season seven, where you'll learn to be gentle and deliberate with your words so that together we learn what it really means for women to encourage, uplift, and empower one another. Twice per week in five-minute episodes, we'll dissect popular phrases women say to one another, expose the lies hiding beneath their surface that perpetuate problematic ideals, and learn how to speak true encouragement so we uplift ourselves and others. Are you ready to speak truth over the lies and be an empowered woman who empowers other women? Start with this truth. A woman who changes her world changes the world. Let's go. A prerequisite to thriving is to be intentional with our words. It's necessary for us and if we want to change the message of how to thrive for anyone who happens to overhear our choice of words. We are guilty, however, of flying on conversational autopilot. In so doing, we set ourselves up for failure to speak and then listen with intention and unwittingly give others permission to sustain the same superficial interactions. We engage with life reflexively through words, the most common example of which is found in the phrase, how are you doing? We call or text a friend and ask, how are you doing? We even say it to random strangers as we pass. What's the typical response when we get the question, how are you doing? Yep, you guessed it. I'm fine. How are you? The definition of fine in this context is satisfactory or pleasing. March 11th marked the two-year anniversary of the proclamation of COVID as a global pandemic. According to a survey by the APA, Americans are stressed. Top stressors right now include rising prices, supply chain issues, global uncertainty, the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and fear of Russian retaliation for Ukrainian support and aid. Based on their survey, we are far from satisfied or pleased with life. And that list includes nothing of what we are facing in our personal lives, like relationship crises, health problems, and financial debt. Yet we continue to allow reflexive words to keep us from processing and learning from what's really on our minds. Saying, I'm fine, gives me permission to avoid my mental, emotional, and relationship health. And it gives the asker of, how are you doing, a sigh of relief that they don't actually need to hear how I'm doing. We're told to check in on the ones we love, for time is short. We're told to reach out to people who may be quietly dealing with something to offer our support. We're reminded to be present, to be in the moment, but we don't give one another an example of how to do that. In fact, we make empty conversational icebreakers acceptable by continuing to use them. We call it habit or small talk, but we are beings created for connection. When should our talk be small or without purpose? I believe we have an obligation to dismantle conversational conventions, to pave the way for thoughtful engagement with life, because yes, the time is indeed short. What would happen then if we stopped asking, how are you doing? What would we fill the dead space with then? I'll share some examples in a moment, but first let me offer that maybe we shouldn't be asking anything. Truthfully, we don't always really want to know how someone's doing. So instead of asking out of insincerity, maybe we ask nothing at all. Instead, we might simply say, hello, it's good to see you, or hi, friend, or just the simple hello with a smile and no empty words for the sake of filling silence. Suppose, however, you do want to know how someone is doing. Ask them how they are doing. Doing is an action. Asking someone what they are doing, as opposed to how they feel at that particular moment, 
gives you an opportunity to remind them of their personal agency and them an opportunity to consider how or even if they're using it. Asking, what are you learning these days, is an excellent alternative. It requires thought. Hmm. She didn't ask me what I was going through or about my day. She asked me about what I'm learning. So what am I learning? It gives the recipient of your question a signal to reflect on how they are responding to life as opposed to how they feel about it. If you're asking a friend with whom you have a regular contact, follow up with a question about a specific event or circumstance they previously shared with you. Not by asking, how are you doing with that? But perhaps, hey, have you made progress with fill in the blank? Or have you decided what you're going to do about blank? And if you really want to know how they're feeling, ask that specific question instead. How are you feeling? A final simple swap instead of how are you doing is what are you doing and what are you up to? Yes, leave room for your friend to share their feelings and always remind them through your word choice that they have power to respond to their circumstances. Remind them with an active and thoughtful question rather than a passive reflexive one. Let's speak truth with our words so we can thrive and inspire each other to do the same.